<laughs> and he's over it already. <laughs> Why are you like this? What? <laughs> Do you mean red? Why was that directed at me? Why are y'all like this? Y'all, what did I do? I said C, just in a different language. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, hey everybody, welcome to the Sofa Chronicles, where these two guys like to make fun of me. Oh, this is on? number 18 of the Sofa Chronicles. Yeah, we're going. That's well, why he started yeah, laughing right the way he did. Well, yeah, because he just hit the record button and yeah, just his head down. He's just, he's just, uh, was, it before, was it before or after? Never mind. Yeah. Now remember, <laughs> can't, no cursing this episode. None. Yeah, we're trying it. I'm trying we're so hard, dude. See I know. how it goes. So, first things first, ladies and gentlemen, or excuse me, gentlemen, happy Father's Day to all my guys out there listening. Uh, if you're a single mother that thinks you should be told happy Father's Day, I've got bad news for you. You have your own day. Um, our, our guest today is none other than Mr. John Stewart. He's back again. First time first, triple champion. I say yeah, the first three time, time we've had a person on here. Three times. And as always, I am here with my brother from another mother who I love like no other. John Stewart. Mr. Jacob Giles. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. Look at me getting Look all kind of complimented. Oh, man. Well, you better be glad this is a G-rated episode. I'm telling you, you're looking mighty thick today, sir. I'm Your trying thighs are so thick. hard. My eyes are thick? Thighs. Oh, I was going to say, if my eyes are thick, I should probably go to the doctor. Yeah, you might want to go to the doctor for your hearing, too. You know, I don't like your tone. <laughs> I don't like where you're going with this. Sorry about how my voice sounds. I uh, I wanted everybody to know that Pollen is doing very well this year. It is uh, definitely hitting pretty hard on quite a few people. And it has kicked my hole behind already. The whole tush, it if you will, left two footprints on both cheeks. That is a double fanny. Yeah, it's a double fanny. And I don't have a lot of fannies, so it's impressive. It is. It is. It is. I would also like to make a little bit of a public safety announcement, service announcement, if I can. Gentlemen, you don't mind? I don't mind. Okay. We do this show as organically as we can. We talk about what we want to talk about. We have who we want to have in here. I'm holding hands with John Stewart now, so now it's now it's that much. It's that cold. much more magical. Yes, your hand is cold and it feels wonderful. It's wet. I just uh, I just watched it happen in slow mo. And Josh's face was like, "What is going on here?" And he looked over. He's like, "Oh, hand, hold." He yes. is he, now. He's 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 rubbing my thumb. I can I, see that. I don't hate it. His, his hand's cold. His thumb on thumb action. Lovely. Anyways, continue on with your anyway, service announcement. Um, I'll stop distracting you. All that we we appreciate all the love and support that we get from people and all that good stuff. But I'll, I'll say this. If you are going to schedule with us and you are either going to not be in contact the week of the show when we try to reach out to you to confirm or if you're going to cancel the day of or the day before, um, please don't, don't schedule with us. It's getting really old. It's happened like the last five weeks in a row. I understand things happen. We understand that 
family comes first. We're not saying anything about any of that. So if you feel personally attacked by this statement, I promise you I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is we're doing we're we're, we're on a clean slate right now. Everybody's got a clean slate. If you get scheduled again to do this show and we don't hear from you or you cancel on us the day before the day of, you will never come in here. Well, they cancel the day before. Like it needs to be something like very important. <laughs> Because yeah. we, we did have someone who did that. And yeah, that's because like, that was out of that person's control. And that's understandable. Like, there is grace that is installed there. Yeah. Like, you have a genuine issue or something like that. But if you text me and say, I'm sorry, I forgot. No. Yeah, that's different. That's, Gone. That's, that's, You're that's, not coming in that's here. different. Totally different. So, that's what I wanted to say. If whoever's listening to this gets your feelings hurt from that, I, I'm sorry. You think I need to apologize. Because I'm not. <clears throat> no, we schedule things for a reason. We schedule yes. people for a reason. And we need to, you know, stick to that. And then another thing we can get back to is actually having topics that we can talk about. Because I do miss actually having topics. Don't get me wrong. Having that free flowing and conversations that we have going is fun. It's very fun. But also having topics and, and talking points. When's the last show we had topics? I have four. You have four currently? Yeah, I'm full. I was going to say, the last time we had topics was the last episode when with John Stewart. tried to make me talk about my past. Which there's still the people who really want to know about Yeah, there past. is a lot of lore behind there John is, Stewart. The there is a lot of Sorry, wonder. I'm, I'm muting my mic to make noise, and I know it's going to get picked up by everybody. It will. So here we go. I'm leaving, I'm leaving mine. I'll... <laughs> Why did you point your mic at me? Because I didn't want them to not have that that noise that we get to hear. Anyways, yeah, so John Stewart was the last one. I think we had talking points, like dedicated talking points. And there's been a few others that we've had that we've talked on some topics and then we just really kind of wandered off. Like Turner's um, episode, we, we talked about some stuff there and then just kind of left filtered it yeah. into a whole other county. Yeah. Anyways. I was ready to be so proud to say that our producer was finally here. And now our producer has to be our guest today. Has to be or wants to be? I was going to say, he wants to be here. He wants to be. He did not not want to be a guest. When when I called him and told him he was going to be a guest today, he was like, no, I'm not. I'm not a public speaker. (laughs) He yeah, but did you want okay to be here? It. Here? Yes. yes. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said you want to be here. Oh, I didn't yeah, say you want to be a guest. I said you want to be here. here. But now I'm ready to hear what your topic is, your first topic. Indeed. That you would like to talk about. Um, I don't think there was a general. Okay. Uh, pick one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Chickens become dinosaurs. We, All right, so we're going gr- order. Okay. No, we're not going in order. That's literally the first thing I saw. It is. And the second thing I saw was Apple VR, which doesn't interest me at That's all. That's the fourth one. <laughs> Chickens become dinosaurs. Okay, so think about this. Hold on, wait. Chickens and other birds belong to a group of ancient reptiles called the Manoraptors. Manoraptors were two-legged, feathery dinosaurs that had evolved a special wrist bone that allowed for powerful movement of the front limbs. Huh. 
Well, thanks, Siri. Thanks. That actually was kind of beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once I saw what she was going to talk about, I was like, well, let's let her <laughs> do it. I was like, wait, yeah, wait, wait, let's, let's see let how go. this goes. You know who's, you know what is very nice? The other one over there didn't say anything. Right. It is nice. It was real good of her not to real interrupt. Good. Thank you for staying over there underneath. Yeah, thanks for being quiet know. on Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so I so, hate how my voice sounds. I'm so sorry. You're see, fine. I'm trying to t- talk more with more my chest and less with my throat. Sounds a little bit better. I don't know how to do that. Is that is is it? That is not it. No, that's no, that's not. That is definitely talk more. Talk more from your chest. Okay, chickens become dinosaurs. So, is okay. So, <laughs> wow, buddy, you okay over there? No. Did you need? Did you need? To, <laughs> oh, I think man. you might have actual problems. Did bro. you need to bite the pillow for that? Call? I don't know what I needed to do, but a lot of blood just left my brain, and I'm seeing spots. <laughs> All right, so dinosaurs became chickens. So, no, the other way around. So I know I uh, said it that way on purpose. But there was a shark in Australia that was like nine, ten feet long. Right, it had never been uh, tagged, so they tagged it and then waited. Two weeks later, the tag pops back up on the beach, and they don't know why. So they looked at the record of the tag. The tag dropped like five hundred feet off the. The continental shelf. Did the shark then, get attacked by a chicken? No, just wait. The temperature of the shark of the of the the tracker suddenly went up from like thirty or forty degrees to like eighty degrees, like seventy eight, like just instantly, and it dropped even farther down, like a thousand feet. Oh, and they were like, "Wonder what ate the ten foot shark." <laughs> <laughs> because because 80 degrees is a is a real interesting temperature to be at a thousand feet under below the water. I now have a topic I'd like to discuss. Is Continue. it megalodons? It is megalodons. So this is where this is going. Okay. A lot of conspiracy theorists was like, it was a megalodon. <laughs> oh. And then the scientists came back with, well, it wasn't a megalodon. It was a giant, giant great white. And it's like, so you mean a megalodon? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the same thing. It like, was just a real, real big great white. Or an average megalodon, maybe. Like, there's this weird thing that sharks never stop growing. So a lot of conspiracy theory, like, um, or not conspiracy, but like, uh, young earth people will be like, well, megalodons were just great whites. I mean, they are the same thing. So if you let one grow 100 years and it becomes the size of a bus, you've just recreated a megalodon. And also... Other things that never stop growing. Why are you holding that like a baby? <laughs> well, I was, I was ready to ask that same question. I'm, why? I'm, I'm doing audio tests over here. I, I was, just didn't say nothing. Oh, I, was, I was getting ready to say, why are you coddling the microphone? Because I was trying to block to see if the sound was echoing because of the room or because it was getting picked up by my mic and your mic. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to listen, but I wasn't doing a very good job because I kept thinking I can't reach my arm over far enough to cover the mic. Like I was supposed to do. Couldn't now, you also have just muted you the mic? muted it and... No, because then your sound would be blocked, I think. Yeah. Then I would have forgotten that I had muted it and went to talk. And probably <laughs> would have broke the deal. <laughs> would have been become a podcast without Josh at that point. No, he, he would have... He would have he makes his other mics. And then he he'd probably be like, I feel like something... Da, 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 da. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have yeah, probably ruined this little, back to, little thing back, we got going. <laughs> Yeah, back to Megalodon. So Leg. other animals that never stop growing are reptiles. So how long would you have to let a chicken live to become a T-Rex? 
I would say probably a it's long time. basically the same species, and they technically keep growing forever. Yeah, if you let it live long enough, it would become a T Rex. So the point that I was going to make was, and I'm not saying that there is or is not a megalodon. I the two points I will make in that argument for the meg is we know more about space than we do the ocean, and. There was a species of fish. I saved the video. I don't remember what it was called. It was like a, like kind of whatever name fish. I don't remember what it was, but what? I'm wondering if you cussed another leg was an accident. No, it it was it it was a who named the fish. I don't know. What Somebody the name, don't speak English. It was it wasn't our native tongue of Merkin. So. I don't remember what the name of the this fish is, was. And even if I remember it, I don't know if I could pronounce it. Okay. But they thought that this fish went extinct with the dinosaurs. Yeah. And then somebody just found one bebopping through the water. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is a thriving, alive population of fish that we thought has been dead for 65 million years. So there's a... My only thought against megalodons, like like logically, right? Anything that is in the ocean washes up eventually. Like if there's a population that's big enough to be thriving, one of those members will wash up on the ocean or on the shore. Like giant squids were always known to be a thing. We just didn't have a live one until like 2002 or something like that. I don't think it was that. I don't think it was that far back. I think it was like closer to 2010s. Yeah, it It was. I looked this up a couple of days ago because someone mentioned it. But like that was my thing. Like these, these things wash up. So if you had a thriving population of megalodons, like they would be on the beaches eventually. One of them would be. You think so? You would have to. A whole intact one. I mean, mm, whales do. Maybe giant not. squids do. Goliath fish do. Well, like, it also depends on where they would, you know, eventually die. Like, say yeah, they, no, for sure. But if you had a population of thousands around the planet, like one that dies is going to make it to shore, right? That's just my logic. It's good logic, but it's it, maybe not. Because if you, if you have just one die, that means either A, the pack that it's traveling with, or the school, or whatever they're going to call it, it, eat it after yeah. it's dying or dead, or the pack, school, whatever, they leave. They leave their dead, and then whatever was following them, eat that. I mean, sharks are very uh, um, cannibalistic. cannibalistic, so like it's entirely possible. That's what happened to that shark, essentially. Another yeah, shark so. ate it. So it's possible that other sharks just eat the megalodon carcass, because right, it would be a so. huge carcass. Now, so whales you, wash up. So, so well, here's, here's the other side of that. Now, if you have one that dies, okay, well, it may not make it. But if you had, say, ten that, that died... Well, that leaves nine other possibilities of one of those finally reaching the shore. Yeah, that's so what I'm you, saying. You would need basically a group within a certain time frame to die to get washed to the shore, and they'd also have to be close enough. Because if you have one that's going to that pass that you know dies three, four hundred miles from shore, no, I don't see it. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, how far out and how deep are these things actually living? The it's funny that you talk about the Meg. Because I went on like a megalodon rabbit hole the other day. Yeah. 
just because and I was watching it with my kids and my kids were just like whoa because they see the video the tag like the clickbait you know monster sharks but there's a channel on YouTube called Smart Pizza and I've never seen this uh-huh I've never seen this I had to just I just happened to find it and because he makes like it's like hour long videos of just stuff and a lot of the smart pizza videos that we found were about animals and stuff. And I think that he had one. I don't know if the whole video was about Megalodon specifically, but it had a lot of Megalodon references in it. Like there was a whale carcass that was found on a beach that I think it was a juvenile whale. It was like 50 or 60 feet long. They would think it had like, if it was the whole carcass, it would be 50 or 60 feet but it was missing at least half of its body. But the way that it was missing, it looked like it had been like bitten, like one bite gone, like not a bunch of bites taken out. And that's what's left. Like something come up and took one bite and be the whole there. tail. Yeah. Like ate the whole three quarter rear end of the shark. So, or the whale or whatever it was. The ocean's weird, man. That's one of the few things that still scares me is the ocean. Like, there was a video of a, a person that was swimming, and you could see orcas swimming below them. And, like, I know in my mind that an orca has never intentionally killed a person, except in uh, captivity. But, like, that's just a video, terrifying like- image of orcas, like, playing under, like, because you know they could if they wanted to. They could just, like, yeah. throw you out of the water and wouldn't even have a second thought. Have you ever seen, like... Like a seal out of the water. Yeah, that's yeah. the thought that I had when it was yeah. just playing. I, think with I them. saw this video, of dude, just out, just swimming, going nowhere. Yep, just and in the middle just, of the ocean. just whales, just and then go back down, and just swimming all around him, and like playing, swimming sideways under him. Just I just, to mess just around. thought it was like, what do they think this dude's a toy? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they just kind of like? Yeet! And now all of a sudden, he has every bone in his body broken by a whale. Surprise, everybody. Surprise. Well, touching back on what you said about we know more about space than we do in the ocean. Yes. Well, an issue there is the closer, like the further down you go, the the greater the pressure is. Yeah. So it's, we, from my understanding, we don't have material strong enough to handle that pressure. If I'm not mistaken, we have made it to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. I was just about to say, I think we've made it to the bottom of the Marianas Trench, and that's seven miles. But the problem is there's so much around there. Like, you can go for the record, but it takes so much to get down there that you're not going to explore a lot. So you can say, oh, we made it to the bottom, but you haven't actually explored the whole trench. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't have material strong enough to explore. We have material that can go straight down and go back up, but... I don't think it was a material issue. It was a it was an oxygen issue, wasn't it? Just because of how long it took to get down to the bottom of it because it was compensating for the pressure. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, we're here. And then all right, we gotta go. So I I don't know. You could I'm be hundred percent right. I'm not entirely sure either. But we were talking I don't remember who I was talking to it about, but yeah, we we were basically on the same thing of like, man, how do we how can we explore space? And know more about space and do our own planet. And then that little topic came up. It's like, well, the further you go down towards the core, the pressure and just the sheer density of everything. Yeah, the water on top of you is pushing down. So yeah, like 
you have a better chance of better exploring space because there is no weight. You just got to make sure to keep oxygen. Okay. There's that. That's your issues. How long can you stay in space until XYZ then runs out? Because if you go to, uh, and you start going down in the water, it's like, well, I hope we have air. Also, hope nothing breaks. Yeah, for real. Well, well. I so, mean, what would be worse, suffocating in space or suffocating at the bottom of the ocean? You there wouldn't be suffocating suffocate. in the ocean. You'd get crushed. You would implode. Yeah. Well, also, no, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you, like your pressure system, everything works great, but then all of a sudden you're out of air. Yeah. Well, you can't make it back up. It's not like you that can actually open happened hatch. a couple times to the Russians. It's not like you can open the hatch and run back up to the top because well, then you would get crushed like a beer can. Well, yeah, that also happened in the Civil War. What? There's Hunting? a submarine. Yeah, a submarine out in on uh, the out first the uh, military use submarine was the Hunley. It actually sailed out of Mobile, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But they took it out to Charleston. It was a blockade runner, so they would they had a huge pole that they had an explosive at the top of, basically an explosive spear, and they rammed the blockade ship, and then they would try to get away. Well, it sank every single time they tried to use it. And then the inventor used it the last time, I think like the third time, and then it sank and they couldn't find it anymore. And they found it in the early 2000s, something like that. There's a... Well, the story, the other thing is the story behind it is the reason why the crew didn't get out because they found the entirety of the crew. Uh, the story goes that something very, very small was stuck in the hatch. And as they went down, it started to leak and they didn't know how far down they were. They were only like 20 feet down. So they could have just popped the hatch and got out. That's that's where the whole thing yeah. came from. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. the first successful use of a submarine in the military was by the yeah. Confederates, and it killed the crew every single time. Yeah. Then can we call it a success? I mean, it blew up the ship that was trying to blow up. As long as it's a military success, I say, as long as it did what it was supposed to do, they will find it as a success. Talking about that, I was listening to uh, Jocko podcast. Because Admiral McRaven came back on, and that sounds interesting. Is, he's one of my favorite guests that he's ever had. Um, because he's written a new book, and he was talking about when he did his um, his thesis in the nineties. Uh, that they talked to World War II submarine pilots. Like one of the things that they wanted to do, and I don't remember specifically what part of World War II it was, but they were. They had dry subs that they were dragging behind big subs. Mm-hmm. And it was like an eight-hour voyage. And the, he, the, the, the message that he was talking about was like, hope is not a strategy. So they were saying like they would go like an hour and a half, two hours into testing of this thing, and everybody would just get violently sick, and they would just stop. So they were saying like, all right, well, we'll just get through it on the day of. Well, you know, hope we'll make it through there. But the point that he was making is that there was – they were using wood braided or uh, like old fashioned braided rope. And there was this new stuff out called nylon that they were using, but they never tested with it. So every rope that they used, like every, I don't remember what like old, like cotton woven rope, I guess what it was. They all failed. And then nine guys died, but everybody that was tethered with a nylon rope made it and completed the mission. This is what that made me think of. Yeah. Admiral William McRaven, the guy that was over the Bin Laden raid. 
He was over, like, he was SOCOM commander for the Bin Laden raid. Very, 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 very interesting guy to listen to talk. Might have to listen to that episode. Yes. Listen to his first podcast that he did with him. Episode number 290, I believe it was. Yeah. With Admiral, with with William McGraven. He had just. So there's a video on YouTube called Make Your Bed. Okay. Yeah. It's the, it's a, an admiral. I've listened to that before. Okay. That's actually why I do what I do. I make sure my bed is made every morning. Well, that is Admiral McRaven. Okay. I know you're talking about 37 year veteran of the Navy SEALs. He was the bullfrog when he retired. The bullfrog in the SEALs is like the guy that's been active duty SEAL the longest. They call you the bullfrog. Yeah. Um, so he talks about, uh, like the planning and the secondary planning and the tertiary planning of the bin Laden raid and of what went wrong, what happened. And I think he also talks about, um, when they captured Saddam because he was over, he was there when that happened as well. Yeah, we know a guy who was also part of that. We sure do. Fantastic, fantastic human being. Well, we got to get him in here. I think, I think that'd be a blast. That would be such a baller show. We would need to call him. We'll we'll do that. Yeah, I was gonna set the reminder and I was gonna say his name. I'll I'll do that later. Yeah, why don't you just go ahead and type that in? Oh, there it is. Yeah, because your phone's beside you. It is. Set me down for a second. Oh boy. Well. Yeah, there's there's been quite a few things been interesting that uh military's brought up. But I will say like I don't listen to podcasts. I ha- I I feel like the one that I've been listening to isn't necessarily a podcast because it's scripted. They do a bunch of research and they talk about topics. Uh and it's about cars and stuff like that, cars, bikes, people in the automotive industry. Like I said, it's all um scripted though. I don't I don't know if I would consider that a podcast more than just them doing a history review of particular things. I don't know. There's a lot of podcasts that are scripted that don't tell you they're scripted, like history podcasts and stuff like that. Like they have either a a talking points or a notes in front of oh, them. No, or this, this is this is completely scripted. They are reading out a written gotcha. written thing. That's how radio started, so I would still consider that a podcast. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but it's just the way I feel like ours is more of a yeah. podcast because we just we wing it. Sit around and talk. Yeah. Um, And obviously they have like they have dedicated producers because they are a, a YouTube media sh- company. Well, they were a media company before YouTube um, got them known, I guess, is the way yeah. to put it. But yeah, they have producers and writers and everything like that. So like they are truly production compared to what uh, we are, which is not production. We Where your producer's gone for five weeks. Huh? <laughs> Where your producer's gone for five weeks. Yeah, that was a talk. That was a topic point that he's going to bring up. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. They tell him I'm going to be gone for four years. <laughs> he looked up real quick. Yeah. He just forgot what he was doing. I did. <clears throat> Why would you be gone for four years? It's the third pop. It's the third topic. Oh, I didn't get to look at the topic list. So 
Yeah. Hmm. Here. You no, ready for another topic? That's, that's I was going to say, I'll just toss my phone. Nah, I'm good. He already said what they were. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't get to look at that. But, um, I feel like what we have is pretty good right now. I enjoy it. What's that? Our podcast, our style. Like I said, like I was saying, I don't listen to podcasts. And the one that I do listen to is automotive stuff, but it's very heavily scripted. And they say it's scripted. Like, so, uh, I, I can't call that a podcast. See, that's how I feel, too. I don't feel like it's a podcast. Like You're telling me about history and stuff like that of automotive things, which is cool. I like that. It helps me get through the day. But I feel like this is more of a podcast, like a Joe Rogan kind of thing. Uh, it's more of a podcast or Jocko feels like be more of a podcast than what they are. Jocko is the show more often than not is a book review, like a live book review yeah. with the author. Oh, okay. So yeah. like when Tim Kennedy wrote a book, he came on Jocko and it was Jocko reading key points of the book and then getting Tim's perspective in his story. Like the background story on that. Same with you know Cameron Haynes, with Admiral McRaven, with um, Kelsey Sheeran, just all these great people. That's what makes Jocko podcast so interesting to me because you, you he has he obviously does read the books or has someone who does or something because he has so much in depth information and then he's like, well, what was the backstory to this? It just makes everything so much better and so much grander, kind of. Yeah. Whatever they're doing in there, the mics are picking every bit of it up. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying this because I hear it. Um, I listen to a lot of different stuff. Like, obviously, you know, I listen to Rogan because we're listening. I'm listening to uh, Robert Kennedy right now. Does Does he have Parkinson's? I don't know. I've never actually seen this person or heard him I until I heard that show. And I was like, why did you have this person on? They sound so horrible. It gets better as the show goes on. But he at the beginning, he was like leaning back in his chair and stuff. And he would like go back and forth. I don't know. Yeah. It bugged me at first. But yeah, no, he has something. Something definitely happened to his voice that's not Because it kind of reminds me of Jamie. You know how Jamie sometimes gets real shaky. Like, I don't, Jamie's not as bad as of as that guy. Oh, you mean? Okay, my bad. When you said Jamie in relation Jamie. to Rogan, I assumed you meant like Rogan's producer. No, not young Jamie. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, like Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. I love him dearly. Shout out Jamie Hinton just because you're a phenomenal human. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> but, you know, he has Parkinson's. He has that. Some days, you know, he has good and bad days, obviously, like anybody does. But I don't know. It just seemed like. I thought as I thought that's kind of the first thing I thought, like a Lou Gehrig's or a Parkinson's maybe or yeah. maybe even MS, but I don't think MS does that to your voice like that. I've never seen anyone with MS that had that happen. My aunt has it. Yeah. But um MS is more neurological, isn't it? So MS is essentially perpetual drunkenness. Oh. Your nerves have think about like a a, a coax cable. Uh-huh. It has the the rubber on the outside. Uh-huh. The rubber on the outside of you broke the nerves in your body is called myelination. MS is essentially where your body attacks that myelination and demyelinates your nerves. Well, that's essentially what alcohol does too. So it just makes you perpetually drunk. Wow. 
that's just how I remembered it. It's not exact, but that's how I remembered it for school. No, I, you know, and honestly, I've I feel like I've heard that description before. Like I think I want to say Amy gave us a description that was very similar to that in EMT Basic. Yeah, just identifying. Yeah, it's it's useful for remembering what the the <laughs> symptoms might be. So, yes, that Sorry. was actually that was actually one of the things that I liked. That I, I, it made me think on that podcast was he mentioned like I'm not an anti-vaxxer I've never been I've always been pro-vaccine but like one of the things he mentioned was like we started getting all these uh, autoimmune diseases whenever we gave vaccines and it's like well actually you're screwing with someone's immune system telling the immune system to be super active and then you get autoimmune that, that's exactly how you get an autoimmune disease you get an infection and your body overreacts and it re- attack something that is itself that's an autoimmune disease yeah you're just causing that on a, a macro level <clears throat> i never researched because that was literally last night before work so yeah never got the chance but it's an interesting thought it is an interesting thought about why they add mercury to vaccines so i looked that up a little bit i don't think mercury is still used in vaccines I could be wrong. Like I said, I did very cursory reading on this because I was at work. But the next question becomes, well, if you if you took that out, what did you replace it with? Because it's, exactly. it, it has a function in the vaccine, right? So if you took it out, you obviously replaced it with something. What did you replace it with? And is that replacement better or worse? Did you just replace it with another heavy metal? Like we have the same problem. You just you're just yeah. fat free. I don't know. Uh, I, and that is a, a topic I personally have avoided on the show just because that, that's not what we're about. You know, it doesn't matter to me if you do or don't get shots, if you do or don't go I've to the never gym. cared. I, I, I don't care. Dude, I have to ask every person I admit to the hospital, did you get a COVID vaccine? They look at me all weird and it's like, dude, I don't care. It's a question I have to ask you. Yeah. If you're pro or con, I I just find it an interesting question. <laughs> I have to ask you the hospital, but in a personal, I just find it an interesting question. Like, what's- I'm not, I don't think I'm pro or anti-vax. I don't think I am because we have genuinely eradicated diseases off of the face of the earth with vaccines. Yeah. But something else Robert Kennedy also said was the latest polio outbreak that we have currently is like vaccine polio is vaccine polio. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. Um, my problem is when you force your ideology on me and tell me that I have to do something. Yeah, that's that's a great way to get me to not do something. Yeah, no, so. I understand that. And you like forcing people. And my thing is, people either wholeheartedly agree or wholeheartedly disagree. Like you can't be half and half. And it's like, well, if you wholeheartedly agree, you're saying you trust the government. And do you really trust the government? No, when this this thing came up, dude, that was the first thing. I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. As soon as they started saying, like, you know, flatten the curve two weeks, you get the vaccine and it's just going to go away. No, that's horse. That's horse malarkey. (laughs) I feel like this is going to happen. I'm so proud of you. I just. I am so proud of you. I I tried. The face you made when you realized what you're about to say. Horse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Should have just covered it up with a dad noise. I mean, I wouldn't be upset. <clears throat> you can try it. 
Go ahead. With uh, with the horse intent counts. No, no, it's, it's not the same. You're just making a dad noise. Well, look, someone else that's, <laughs> wants to sell me steroids. Just follow me on Instagram. Anyway, I get those a couple times a week. Anyway, um, <clears throat> that was my biggest point of contention, and is still my biggest point of contention with the COVID vaccine. You know, everybody blaming the non-vaxxers for COVID still being a problem and all this other stuff. My point of contention, my argument the entire time has been, if you're vaccinated, why are you so worried about what I do? Yeah. So I'll I'll throw it out there. I'm not vaccinated. I'm not planning on ever getting vaccinated because I, my life didn't change with COVID. It really didn't. Yours didn't. Mine, mine changed. For three weeks, it sucked. It was well, miserable. I'm not talking about yeah. when I got COVID. I'm talking about when they started doing the, like the, everybody's talking about the shutdown and the quarantine. I never did any of that. Oh, yeah, mine. Yeah, that mine did not change. happen. If it happened here, I don't know anything about it. Being genuine honest with you, I never, I never stayed home. I never did any. I never, I went where I wanted to go. I did what I wanted to do. Yeah, well, Alabama so, was much less of a thing. Huh? In the cities, it was, it was a bigger thing. Like I remember going to San Francisco in 2021 like let's see yeah 2021 no 2022 it was rapid city contract we went to san francisco and they were still like shut down if you didn't have a vaccine you could not come in so those stores definitely did shut down but we just didn't (laughs) gosh oh no third week he's calling you yeah just just let him know. Hey, sir. Quick answer. Yeah. In the in the rural places. The All right, hold on. Word that hold on, wait we can never pronounce. Wait, hold on, no, no. Both of you. Wait a second. All right. I want you to ask this question on speakerphone. And you need to ask the exact same way that you just did because currently we're recording. And... I want their opinion because what they say will help me with mine. All right. Without the profanity. Yeah. Also Mm -hmm. no profanity. Please. He didn't, he didn't say it with profanity. All right. Ask it, ask it now. Cause one, they can hear you. And two, you're being recorded. If MedStar were to offer a class to the public to kind of introduce EMS to people that know nothing about EMS, what are some topics that you think should be covered? My first initial would be how to stop bleeding. If somebody is bleeding in a way that they are not coagulating, that'd be one way. Also, if they get to a certain point, they stop it. You teach them how to, you know, further along, like do the elevation of the feet and the head and stuff. Cause that's about the extent that I know of. And, I don't know the new <clears throat> technique of CPR because I was told it changed, I think. No. It did not? It no. changes very slightly it's, every once in a while, but it's the same. They just tweak it a little bit. Yeah. The three things I would say, <clears throat> the three things I would say, if you're going to do that to introduce to general knowledge of people that know nothing, how to identify stroke, how to identify heart attack, how to identify overdose. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Those are very good. What about you, John? Mine would just be when when to not use things at your disposal, like tourniquets and stuff like that, because you can cause harm 
if, if your first thought is, oh, you're bleeding, let me wrap your arm and cut off all the blood flow, that can be a very dangerous thing. Um, also, one more thing I just thought of. Sorry to interrupt no, you. No, you're good. That was it. But it was just a spark. When to use 911. Like and when how? to use an ambulance and when to drive yourself <laughs> or when to do things like that. I know what you're thinking. We can talk about that on another day if you want. Okay. But like, ow, my foot hurts. Let me call 911 and go by ambulance to the hospital. No, definitely. No, not. Susan. You don't need an ambulance. You need to suck it up and take an Advil. And if it doesn't stop hurting, then you can drive yourself to wherever you think you need to go. But that would be what I would say. Identify stroke, identify heart attack, identify overdose, and when to use EMS. Yeah, that's fair. Like I said, mine personally would be, like, if I can't get someone to stop bleeding, what can I use that would be safe to the person other than, like, heating something up and just hot ironing, basically? Because I've done that, and it hurts. It's not a fun time. There's stuff out there called quick clot. I'm just saying, like, if you don't have that on on your person, I don't have anything like that in my truck or any of my vehicles. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, what can I use to stop bleeding other than a rag? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then I mean, also CPR, whatever it is that they're doing now. It just then, depends on yeah. where the bleeding is. Yeah. Then the elevation and stuff, like how to get someone properly sorted. It, right. Well, proper-ish. Right. Oh, I appreciate it. Anything else, sir? No, sir. All right. Love your face. That would be a very interesting class to try to teach. It would be. People who know nothing. What do I need to teach you to not kill people, but to help them? So, do you remember... What what, what were we talking about? We were talking about vaccines and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We can circle back to that. This is a question I just thought of. Do you remember in probably late 90s, early 2000s, when they were advertising on TV to give someone a bare aspirin during a heart attack. Actually, I do remember I that. Think so. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember Can, that. And I think I know now why that matters. Can you tell me the validity of that? So before you do that, let me explain why I take a baby aspirin every day. As a matter of fact, I need to go get some because I'm out. I take a baby aspirin every day because what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to keep your platelets from sticking. Mm-hmm. So, like, with like a blood clot kind of an issue, like you got a blood clot floating around that you don't know about. Yeah. So, the what the baby aspirin is supposed to do is to help keep your platelets from sticking together. Or if you have plaque buildup, it's not supposed to stick to the plaque buildup in your arteries and stuff like that. That's what the baby aspirin does on a day-to-day regimen. What would the aspirin do during a heart attack? So basic heart heart attack procedure for like, oh no, someone's having a heart attack. They came to the ER is called MONA, M-O-N-A. Morphine, oxygen, nitrates, and aspirin. The morphine essentially kills the pain, helps anything, uh, any kind of respiration things. Oxygen, you're at, so your heart isn't pumping oxygen to your blood as efficiently to your lungs, your blood. 
So if you add oxygen, the percentage goes up. So the oxygen in your body goes up too, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Nitrates essentially just dilate your blood vessels. So anything that's blocked will make it a little bit bigger so that blood's because you're trying to save heart tissue essentially. So nitrates dilate your blood. Aspirin does exactly what you're saying. It coats your platelets and prevents the ones that it coats from sticking together um, for the life of that platelet. Um, so that would be why, because the, the what's happening in a heart attack is there is a block of some sort to your heart muscle. So let's say you have a, a clot in one of your heart arteries you're not getting blood to that part of the heart. And just like if you suddenly didn't get any blood to your bicep and you're trying to do a bicep curl, like you're not going to be able to do anything. So everything you do is trying to force blood in some way to the heart. So it doesn't die and keeps pumping blood. Okay. From what I understand, I'm not an emergency room nurse. Would taking that during a heart attack, like at the house, would it really have... It would have an effect, yeah. Would it get in your system fast enough to matter? It would be, it's better than nothing. Yes, it gets in your system fast enough to matter. Because when you're talking about a heart attack, you're talking about such a fine edge that pretty much anything you do, anything you're doing is trying to help that. Would that be, would you say swallow it or would you say do like a sublingual? I have no idea. No. Um, Sublingual is putting it under your tongue and letting it dissolve. I'm so glad you didn't look at me when you first said that (laughs) word because I was like, that's a big fancy word. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like when you get um, charcoal. Yeah. They put it under your tongue and it dissolves and gets in your system that way. Yeah. If you go through the stomach, you're your stomach is breaking it down with the acids and then it has to pass into a mucous membrane that is your intestines to be absorbed or possibly through your stomach, but it has to be absorbed through the mucous membrane. If you put it on, if you, if you can dissolve something under your tongue, you can put it on your tongue and it goes directly into the mucous membrane, which goes directly into your bloodstream. So it's a faster. So I think that just kind of answers our own question. Like nitro. If you take, you ever seen a nitro pill? Yeah. They're very, very small. Like very, very small. They're really small and they dissolve really they dissolve under your tongue. And it goes straight to your bloodstream and just, it can cause headaches because it just dilates all your blood vessels. I watched the medic almost pass out because he got a, he got a nitro tablet on his finger without a glove on. Mm-hmm. And like he hit the floor. Because it, it is an aggressive vasodilator. Yeah. And you're just like, boom. Like that, and he like, just went down like a like a brick, like a sack of potatoes, like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners are not going to be happy through their speakers. Sorry, not <laughs> really not. I'm not. Yeah, the aspirin that you take during heart attack is doing the same thing that it's doing for you because for you, the reason you're taking aspirin is whenever your heart is in an, an arrhythmia, like whenever I'd been first diagnosed with AFib, they give you an anticoagulant. Well, the problem, the reason they're giving you that is if your heart isn't pumping correctly, you can get blood that's stuck in your heart and it can coagulate in the heart and then it's pumped out. Yeah. So 
you're just preventing that. But if you have, if you're having a heart attack, you take aspirin. It's doing the same thing. It's just may not be as effective. Yeah, it's okay. still helping. One thing that I talking on that subject. One thing that I don't particularly care for that made uh, made waves in the last couple of years. I don't think regular people need to be walking around with Narcan. Why not? I don't disagree, but why not? Because if you are a regular person, okay, somebody use you. Jake has never been to any sort of medical class whatsoever. Doesn't know any kind of signs, symptoms of anything. All of a sudden, he sees some guy that's just laid out. Don't know why. Doesn't know how to check why. Doesn't know how to check for what. But he's got a thing of Narcan in his pocket. So, all of a sudden, he's going to shoot this dude with Narcan. Okay. But he's having a heart attack. Yeah. So, you just Narcan somebody that doesn't that doesn't need it. On top of that, if you hit them with Narcan and then people that can help get there start pushing drugs, those drugs aren't going to do anything because you already hit them with a round of Narcan. So it's just going to be floating around doing nothing. Yeah, the so, morphine would do nothing in that case. So that's my problem. Because when you hit somebody with Narcan, nasally or intravenously, which if you hit somebody intravenously with Narcan, you better be ready to fight them. Most of the time, you better be ready to fight them. Um, taking it nasally isn't nearly as bad because it gets it gets a little bit more time to get in the system instead of just being like in a like that getting in the system. I don't know what I did in my hand, but I could barely do that. Anyway, <clears throat> like within a minute of hitting somebody intravenously with Narcan, they are coming to life, ready to fight, scratching demons out of their face, doing God knows what because they don't know what's going on. But the first thing is that they're pissed off because you just took their high. Because Narcan immediately will just, it encapsulates the foreign body, drugs, you know, meth, heroin, whatever, speed, anything. It encapsulates that. And then they're not high anymore. And it happens really, really fast. And then they get really, really mad. So my problem with that, with, you know, you having Narcan is like you just hit a dude on the ground having a heart attack or having a stroke that's got no need for Narcan. So now every drug you're going to push to him until that Narcan dissolves and gets out of your system is not going to do anything for that person. So that's why I don't care anything like that. I don't think any, I don't think unless you are in public safety trained to use Narcan, I don't think Narcan should just be handed out to people. Probably not. My issue with Narcan is the same thing with a lot of things, vaccines, like whatever. People think that when you do something, it is a yes or no, a binary answer. Yeah. Like, oh, you're passed out. If I give you Narcan, you'll be well again and everything will be fine. Even if you're overdosing, if you give someone Narcan, you need to get them to the hospital because they're going to need another dose. Yeah. Like the half like a Narcan is like 30 minutes. If you have, if you're on like heroin, it lasts hours. Like you're still going to OD sitting in your living room. You're just not going to have any Narcan the second time. Yeah. This is another thing. It has a half life. Yeah. And then they're high again and they're overdosing again. Yep. This is why there's probably nothing like that in this house. 
things are dangerous. Is there something like that in this house? What, Narcan? Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. They don't even have Band-Aids. <laughs> when I left, I left. <laughs> There's Band-Aids over there. Well, you yeah, have more medical equipment in this house than I do. Look at me. Look at you. I know. And they're Mickey Mouse Band-Aids, by the way. I'm finna go cut my toe right now. <laughs> Why? So you already got a cut on your shin. Where? Right oh, that's my deadlifting scar. Yeah. I don't think a band-aid is going to cover that. No. Nah. Well, the, the band-aid part and the adhesive part might cover that. that sounds <laughs> but awful. it's not going to be it's not going to be pleasant. There's more than just one. There's like five <laughs> of them in there. Can I go like trim the hair off my leg before we do that? It's your leg. You're the one who's going to put it on. I'm not doing anything. Well, why'd you bring it up? I'm just saying, they're, just saying there. they're over there. They're there. They're in a can with a white cross on it. Well, you they made it seem like you wanted to be my nurse, and I was going to let you. I need to dress up like the hot nurse. You can you can start this movie however you want to start it. <laughs> uh, I don't think we need to go there. We got we got three bills online. Yeah. What's great is when a patient is having like a heart um, procedure the next day, and you have to be prepped. And they think the hot nurse is going to come in and my 400 pound stuff shows up. <laughs> Are you doing? <laughs> I would love to see you. Guys. Personal oh, it's experience. Great. I would love to see Personal you. Personal experience, John. I'd rather you show up. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see you. Some sir. people who are inappropriate towards our text do not want me to show up. And so I show up just to, just because they're inappropriate to our text. It's funny. I love it. No, I I would be okay if you walked in. <laughs> I would definitely have a field day if I saw you walked in because like <laughs> I know you. Oh, this is gonna be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> PG show, PG show. Anyway, <laughs> pardon me for oh my goodness, somebody blowing me up. Who's calling you? I'm not calling. It's a bunch of messages. Oh, how many messages do you have over there, sir? Four. Well, yeah, like I was saying, I don't, there's a lot of things I do not understand about being safe. The day that, that he did his little fiasco, though, was a very interesting slash funny day to me, at least. It's always funny after. No, it was kind of funny during. It was, we it was, were, it was funny that day. It was, we were making fun of, well, we didn't make fun of him. We were just baffled at the fact that he had a white towel that was red from him and he's holding his arm up with the towel clearly visible and then the the guy get out of the ambulance where's the patient and josh is there holding his arm up i don't know man maybe the guy holding his hand above his head just that's what i said dude walked up he was like where's our guy at i'm standing there holding a towel that's got blood all over and i was like i don't know let's go find him (laughs) yeah just like (laughs) really i I think he wandered away well like if you get that call you're expecting the person to be like down and not walking around waiting on you we also we didn't understand the full extent of what the lady said on the phone either what do you mean well we we're controlling him from not bleeding. I took my belt off and put it around his arm. Well, the the, the lady who was in the house, she called 911. And uh. the way that she explained it is he cut his arm off and he was holding one arm in the other arm because they said that, oh, yeah, we almost sent a helicopter. Sweet. No, he said, oh, we can cancel the helicopter. 
And I said, <laughs> yeah. what? Because okay. I'm not getting in a helicopter. <laughs> Second yeah. you put your foot on board, that's like 96 grand. Yeah. Yeah, like, we didn't know it got explained that way. Yeah. So, so they definitely showed up expecting something more severe than a yeah, guy with a red like, towel. Yeah, we thought your left arm was going to be in your right hand. I was like, all right, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they said. Although the driver couldn't drive to save her life. Um, the, I had to help the paramedics start my IV. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I wonder how good they can hear you right now. I don't know. Hang on. Let me turn my volume up. I don't know. But yeah, like... That actually doesn't sound bad. It just sounds far away from the mic. That could be a gain thing, then. Oh, uh, the gain gain's all the way down. Let me turn the gain. That's not the gain lever. Let's turn the gain up some. Marco Polo, how now brown cow. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. The skeleton ran out of shampoo in the shower. I can hear you through your earbud. You can hear me through my earbud? I can earbud? hear you through the earbud that's not plugged into your ear right now. Oh. I mean, I did turn it up quite a bit. You did. <laughs> you may have made a mistake. Who? We did. You're going to blow someone's speakers out? Yeah. No, like I turned my volume up on my mic quite a bit. That doesn't affect that. We'll see. No, I'm te- like, well, there's a lot of episodes where I'm tweaking and oh, okay, working and talking and. Oh, you only twerked last episode. Do what? You only twerked in the pink ranger panties. I mean, it was a hit. I uh, like the video. That's pretty great. Yeah, I, I feel like I should put that on Twitter. I think um, <laughs> that one might be a little much, but the other ones I think you should. I mean, nobody knows me on Twitter. Do it. We should, <laughs> <laughs> we should post a picture of Josh next to the mountains of Nebraska on Twitter. <laughs> Him smiling <laughs> on the road again. Just oh. can't wait to get on the road but, again. Uh, you want to go? Right, let so me know. Here's, ready. Here's, the, here's the other part of that, by the way. While he's trying to help them help the, the kids start his IV. I'm in the Tahoe following them breaking all the laws. All of them. <laughs> Every last one. Because I was mad. Uh, a Dodge Neon, I think it was, almost just careened into the back of the ambulance. Like, they were they were already getting after it. They pulled out of the subdivision. They were already on it. That Dodge didn't check up until about the last 20, 30 feet. It almost hit it. Yep. So I passed the Dodge. Like I passed that car and I just I was basically just a blocker. And then he calls me, Hey man, I want you to know something. Driver up here said, Whatever it is you're doing, stop. Like, well, why? Because you're breaking a lot of laws. Oh, I know. That driver was like, You your friend doesn't need to do that. Dude, there was a time. I was driving a fire truck. I was driving nine, I think. And someone went on the ambulance. So I just followed him, lights and sirens. And I get there. And she was like, you, you were supposed to drive with traffic. And I was like, sorry, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> no one told me. We have radios. You could have said it. I have a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, following an ambulance is real sketchy. I mean, I, there was space. Yeah. I I left space. I just didn't realize that I wasn't supposed to be following that closely. Yeah. I left, I think, five, six cars between 
the ambulance and I, but it was the fact that they ran through like red lights and stop yeah. signs and I didn't stop either. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. When you have multiple emergency vehicles, whenever someone sees the first one go by, they assume that's the only one. And so the second one is a lot of times uh, gets in a wreck because people don't realize that there's another one coming behind them. So working a wreck or not a wreck, a uh, cardiac arrest on Kenner 68 right down the road from my house. As a matter of fact, like I drove to that call, uh, red brick house across from uh, Flowerwood. I think it was anyway. <clears throat> I jump, I jump in the ambulance, help working the guy. Um, getting Lucas set up and all that stuff. Well, the Lucas battery dies in route. So they were like, Hey, glad you're here. Start pumping. <laughs> so I started doing compressions. Then the like shift paramedic in Tahoe gets there. <clears throat> he brings another Lucas battery out. He starts working. He starts doing all the stuff. Looks at me and says, Hey, Loxley, jump in that Tahoe. Get us a South Baldwin. I said, Get us a South Baldwin. <laughs> he said, Yeah. Get us there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I got to drive someone else's Tahoe with someone else's lights and sirens like a jerk until <laughs> they got to South Baldwin Hospital. And then I got there and the guy was like, I don't think you understood me. And I said, well, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes flat. <laughs> like coming down the beach, bro, we were rolling coming down the beach express and i shut down every red light well let me back up both red lights because <laughs> we i think we'd already passed 90 and then at 32 i had the whole roadblock with a tahoe ambulance goes and then i blew the doors off of them going back to the foley <laughs> beach express i had that light shut down too and then they turned going to 59 I was having so much fun. Yeah, someone so, else's name on the side. Yeah, it said, it said Loxley. It said MedStar. So I was having a ball. I was gonna say, do you miss like do you miss that kind of stuff? No, not, not even a little bit. I'm just curious. I do sort of miss being a butthole in the engine on the interstate, having to split traffic. Yeah, that's pretty fun. You do like messing up some traffic. I do like messing up traffic, especially when I have something that makes a god-awful amount of noise. <laughs> yep. Like, it got to the point where people knew if Josh was driving or if Josh was in the front seat and we're getting on the interstate, if your windows are down, you need to roll your windows up. Yep. Because we're going to sit in the middle of both lanes and just wait for the cars to split. While we have the federal queue <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Hitting air horns like I've drained so many air tanks just from a horn of people not getting the hint. Better be glad that uh, fire trucks don't have push bumpers. Yeah. I mean, if you try hard enough, anything can be a push bumper. I mean, Only I was one, not scared. So <laughs> I wasn't scared. I was just told it was a. I was strongly advised not to do such things. It makes me want to go push, build a push bumper now. Yeah, yeah. For Why? the record, if you're on an inter- wreck and you're on the interstate, go to the sides and like let the middle be the place the emergency vehicles come through. Yeah, get out uh, of the road. Driving a fire engine on the side of the road where it's 
soft is not a great idea. Nope. This is not fun. Way too much weight. I wouldn't know about that, but I, I believe it. It's the average engine loaded to bear with equipment and water. Um, you're looking at about 40,000 pounds, give or take. Somewhere okay. around there. Hours work because we have a thousand gallon engines. Or excuse 20, me. 20 they, tons is what I'm hearing. Huh? 20 tons. So, yeah, plus or minus. I think ours may have been a little heavier. They had um, us in the back. They had us in the back. They were yeah. a little bit heavier. Um, ladder truck was in the 50s, and our tanker was in the 60s. So hitting dirt on the side of the road. Not, no. Not advisable. Dirt or potholes or debris. The flaming debris. Flaming debris. Hole debris. Broken debris. You know, car debris. None of the debris was good. It was very sketchy. But yeah, I genuinely do not miss the fire service. And I hate that I don't. I don't see why you hate that. Yeah, no. I don't see an issue with you having no desire for it at all. I don't see why you'd hate that. Uh, If you regretted your time there, I think that would be different. But if you just no. understand that that part of your life is past and like move yeah, that's on, over, that's not that's pretty healthy. Not planning on going back, even though I get asked all the time when I'm coming back. Yeah, you're a great instructor. They're going to ask you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So you are a pretty good teacher about things. Yeah, there's yeah. better. There's better than me. Much better than me. Yeah, there's God, but I mean, we can't really call him in for a fire class. Imagine if you could, though. That would be amazing. There'd be tetrahedrons everywhere. <laughs> All the tetrahedrons. Triangles with six sides. <laughs> they do exist. I've proved it. Pretty close. I just said it'd be funny, and then you just sent us a video. I was like, yeah, if you go to the fifth <laughs> in 5D, but it's a thing. There are times. You go to 5D, you can make it work. Like, eh. Well, guess what I'm not doing? Being smart. <laughs> Me either. Not today. I can explain it. You want to? It's not very hard. It's not very hard for you who understands it. No, I can make, dude. You don't know. You know me. I can make this understandable. Okay, so are we going to circle back around to vaccines, or are we going to talk about why you're going to be gone for four years? It's your show. I'm just here. Uh, I think vaccines have run its course just in its entirety of the news and stuff. (laughs) Don't have it. Don't want it. Leave me alone. Yeah, that's about it. Sounds fun. Sounds good. Next. So where are you going? What are you going to be doing? Why are you uh, doing this to me? I, Why are you <laughs> doing this to us? You're the producer of the show. Yeah, you finally got the job. You finally showed up to work, and now you tell us you're leaving. Yeah, for four years. <laughs> I'll be here for two days. Then this I'll be is, gone for four years. This is baby back bull. <laughs> bull. Uh, so, since I have graduated i've been thinking actually since before i've been thinking about becoming an aerospace aerospace engineer uh-huh. i applied friday and if i'm in school five days a week i still have to work so i'll be working saturday and sunday oh you made it sound like you were going away no i would never leave you baby thanks i got you babe <laughs> 
I can't sing because you know my voice is broken right now. I can't. I just can't sing. Can't sing in general. In general. Yeah, I, can't I do love to sing, but doesn't mean I can. I'm not I like to good listen. at it. I like to listen to other people sing because I suck. I'll sing for you. I need you to serenade me. Get me out of my head today. Alright, I'll serenade you. No, 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 no. Don't <laughs> I'll throw pillow what? at you. You're if you, you if you play a rick roll on I'm me. not gonna rick roll you. I, I thought he was gonna sing fancy. He loves singing fancy. He I, does he does love singing him some fancy. I do. What? Put it down. No. <laughs> not until you're done doing it. You're gonna you're cause doing. yourself to lose the money. I, no, I'm not because I wasn't I'm gonna rick roll him. I won't. He no. hits you with a pillow. He loses himself. In my defense, I was absolutely going to Rick roll him, but now I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually looking for a song. <laughs> Just don't try to pronounce his last name. You'll be all right. Who what now? Don't try to pronounce Rick's last name. Oh. Let me see. Let me see. Let's go through here. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, Mr. you don't like country, though. Mr. Dad over there. How was your Father's Day, by the way? Well, it was good. I was with my children. Yeah, what all did y'all get into? We watched a lot of uh, How Ridiculous on the YouTube, and they washed dishes. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> it's the fact your face is like, they washed dishes, and you were so proud. I mean, I don't live there. Why would I do dishes? That's, that's not the point. The point is, like, they washed dishes in that small little smirk. Like, yes, that is why I made you. <laughs> so the dishwasher there had not been working for whatever reason. I got to looking at it yesterday. I literally got down on the floor and said, what does this box with wires have in it? And I moved the box and <laughs> the dishwasher came back on. So I was like, I fixed the dishwasher. <laughs> and I got up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was the extent of it. That's you all just left it that way. That's all story. It's still working. I feel like there's some extra steps here, Josh. No, I was laying on the floor and I touched the box, and I was like, "Hey, I fixed the dishwasher." And walked away all proud with yourself. And told every adult in the house, "I fixed the dishwasher." <laughs> Until the cockroach comes up and moves the box again. Like, I told the five-year-old, Daddy fixed the dishwasher. You're just so happy. I was, he said like, so proud. So proud. I was on the floor. I was like, woo I fixed the dishwasher. And I got up. And like I said, I told everybody in the house. See that? I told the dog. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of those videos that you see. The the dad would be like, oh, hey, I did this. I'm going to go relax the rest of the day. Like that, that's what just popped in my head. Like, I swept up this pile of dirt. I'm going to go take a nap in the recliner. Somebody give me a sandwich. I was in a Budweiser commercial. Real man of genius. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> makes you so happy. <laughs> That's the whole story. I'm not holding anything back. I know you're not. It's, I'm just so happy. Oh, oh man. It's like, what does this do? Bzz, like, it works. It works. I fixed the dishwasher. <laughs> I'm out. See ya. It's literally, 
how it happened. Dad, I wonder what this box is. I fixed the dishwasher. Oh, man. That, oh, boy. That makes me so happy. You're welcome. Oh, man. Hour and 11 minutes. What? As long as you see how long we've been going. Are you telling, I can actually see it today. Who are you telling that to? Me. Oh, okay. All right, here. okay. I got my glasses on. You look adorable see? with your glasses on. You do. Although the other day, whenever I was like, "Yeah, man, your glasses are right there," and you're like, "Oh, how irresponsible of me! <laughs> Let me grab my eyes." <laughs> One more. <laughs> I didn't even know I left them on the table, and I was walking by, not seeing anything, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, look, my glasses!" <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Like, what? if you look at my head, my glasses have an indent in my head because they've been there since second grade. They have never moved. I can't see anything without my glasses on. So if I if I walk around without my glasses, I know. It's real obvious. I think that if I lost somehow lost my contacts or didn't have my glasses, I think I could make it home or could make it somewhere to get somebody to take me home. But I couldn't make it to gurus. Really? Dead serious. I'd fall and trip in the ditch. There's, I couldn't make it. I can't see you without my glasses. And you're like three feet away. I don't know how bad that is. I've never had the need for glasses or like contact. Well, it blows. I wouldn't know. It's just my life now. It's, yeah, but it's it just feels like a waste of money. What is what having contacts feels like? It feels like a waste of money. I don't know. It helps you see. Helps you make more money. So helps I guess. you. You know, get around to the thing, to the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, the thing helps you do the things. Helps you grade. Helps you level. Helps you drive and mess up traffic. <laughs> Just taking right across through there. Right across. I, I wish you could meet him to see him do that. Who? The guy that I, I won't say his name on mic. The guy that, that talks with his hands like that, I want you to take that dozer just right through there. Just wasn't that wasn't that the guy whose R uh, name stars an R? Yes. Yeah, I know I've met you did. him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we were talking to him while he was working in the uh big old excavator. Yeah, we were at the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I met him. Working at the hospital, not in the hospital. Yeah, we were clearing out um, where South Baldwin is, where that house is right there. There was a house that was next to the hospital that was there for like 100 years. I don't pay attention. Okay, never mind. Well, the spot where they're doing construction at now, we did work there first. Oh, yeah, okay. we were clearing it out so they could do that work. That's why they hired us. Yeah, we wrecked it. Making some original stuff there. I do, I do feel upset about that because that was a real pretty house. I hate it that they tore that house down. Yeah, like it was, it was. Gorgeous. It was old enough to be considered a landmark, a yeah. historical landmark. Yep. But they were like, nope, we're taking this mother liquor down. Yep. What? Just listen. I don't know why everybody's staring at me. Because oh. it's a face you made. Like, don't oh. know why this is important, but okay. It, well, I don't know. I get the importance. I just don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, that worked. Beat your mic and ours caught it. I'm I'm trying. So it'll be in stereo. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm trying. So proud of you. I'm just hungry. You we ate. waited on the podcast for you to eat. We waited for you to eat. <laughs> it wasn't that much, though. <laughs> Dude, we waited. We made sure you had food. You had a whole bowl of something. I don't even know what you had. It was there. delicious. It was pasta and spaghetti sauce. Yeah, you had pasta with spaghetti sauce. And we made sure that you ate that and then got comfy to start this podcast. We've been going an hour and 16 Right, yeah, an hour and sixteen minutes. Yeah, and I've been hungry for an hour and twenty. <laughs> I was hungry when I sat down on this couch. I, if I can work out and eat that much and look like you, just teach me how, Mister. Do it. You, teach me how. You literally just have to do it. There's Dude. no teaching. First thing I would tell you to do is get your testosterone levels checked. He I'm tells- gonna have insurance in a month. Get your testosterone level. Like if they offer a panel to do that, get your testosterone level checked. He tells me to do that all the time. Get your testosterone level checked, Jacob. Eh, It's fine. No, it's not. You will literally live a better life if your test levels are within normal range. I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're not. That's why I'm telling you to get it checked. Fine. (sighs) You haven't had a vegetable since 1999. Get your damn testosterone checked. (sighs) Wait, does that have to do with that? Dude! Well, hmm. All right, then. I missed something. Does vegetables have to do with testosterone? Healthy eating does. If I eat broccoli, will it be more of a man? No, but if you don't eat as much processed food, which kills your test levels. He just lost his three bills, by the way. I did. I didn't even notice. Is that why you don't look like that? I had no idea. This is how much I cuss. I had no idea. Oh, I'm playing it back. <laughs> it's the autism. <laughs> He's just like, what the? <gasps> Sorry, I get real passionate about people taking care of themselves. I am taking care of myself. I've been going to the doctor. I went and got a shot in my neck. I went and got shots in my back. Lately. Hey, this is progress. Look, I will give you your testosterone shots. I'm good. I'm okay. You're going to be even more okay if your test levels are within their normal range. Yeah, and you're going to be even more okayer with food. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. You're hangry. Mm-hmm. I'm that's, not that's hangry. I'm, I'm hangry at myself right now. Because I argued that I would be able to do this and I wouldn't be the one that ruined it. And ha ha, surprise. Surprise, no one else is. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. I don't know where it happened, so I can't even, I wouldn't even be able to edit it out. We'll find it. It was around the testosterone. It was within, let's see what it, it was within the last four minutes. This was, yeah. So if you hear a random fudge, that was it. No, I'll just, I'll just clip it out. <laughs> Go get your testosterone levels checked. Is mm-hmm. what it should end up sounding like. Yeah. And now that we've talked about editing it, we need to edit <laughs> this, this out, too. too. <laughs> <sighs> we could clip it and then put our ad in here. We could. <laughs> we might not be in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> start over, start over. 
We're not talking about it anymore right now. Anyway, <laughs> Mulligan, Mulligan, <laughs> shenanigans. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Deedly dee. There they are standing in the room. Oh, why? He has to guess what that I have for him. British. Why, what? British. He, yeah, he said you sounded super English. When Sorry. Because that's the song. I've got a lovely bl- oh, bunch I've of coconuts. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Deedly dee. It's the song. I understand that, but just him doing it like that. Anyway, what are you getting ready to say, sir? You have to guess what I have for you. I have. I guess it was. Uh, I, I guess right. I was wrong. Josh, you try to guess. It's blue. It's not a tool. It's for Jake. For me. It's not a tool. What was the other one? That was basically it. It's not clothing. No, it's not. It's not wearable. It's yeah. not wearable. Is it another microphone? No. Oh, well, you know. get two guesses. Yeah, two more guesses. <laughs> you get one more guess. One more. No, guess. he gets two. He hasn't guessed yet. He said, "Is it a microphone?" I just asked if it was a microphone. Yeah, but I said that as well. I'll give I? you two. But I say I said that earlier. <laughs> like we were talking about that because you're. We were talking about what we use. Blue, um, not a tool, not wearable. What was that one? Or was that it? Blue that, belongs to Jake. It's not a tool. It's not wearable. I think that's it. That's it. Not so wearable. Like I and said, it's not we, a microphone. We were talking about uh, the voice meter potato, so that's not why uh, I use these bananas. Yes. And because he, we was, I asked him, I was like, why would you want that? And then it was microphone. I was like, oh, did you give me a microphone? Or did you get another one for the show? That's what I asked. Which is why I said I've already said the microphone. Oh, and that's why I was like, he didn't use a guess because you and I talked about that before this. Okay. Anyways. Blue, not a tool for Jake. It's not, not wearable. wearable. It is a tool for me, but it is not a tool in the working kind of way. Um, I feel like you're putting too much emphasis on the word tool. Yeah, maybe it. I just I, I like to be specific. Sorry. Okay. Well, it's a, if it's a tool for him, but not for me. That that does. It's a weird way of saying it. It's a very vast difference because my tools are like hand tools, cutting, welding, stuff like that. Well, I mean, a firearm and a knife are also considered tools, in my opinion. Uh, No, no, no. It's not a tool in the way you're thinking of the word tool. Like a tool being something that you use to fix or to do something else. It's not that kind of tool, but it's the tool for me to do something. It makes it almost sound like it's something he, I, he would use on a computer of some sort. That's what I started thinking about. I've already used my guesses, so I can't. I can't. Is it a mouse? No. I have plenty of those. I don't know. Yeah, I got plenty of those. Uh, You already said cup, didn't you? I did say a cup. Yeah, because I thought you said something else. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> All right, you got one more. Um, you want to take some time to think about it while we're on a different topic? Or are you just going to stick with it for the moment? I'm going to let it marinate. Okay. <laughs> let it sit in there and stew. Now like, I want to like, eat some beef stew. Do we what? need to go ahead and cut this short so we can go get food? Because I am also hungry. I would love to eat something. 
I mean, this is your house. This will be the shortest episode we have done in like four months. Um, it would not be the shortest episode. Our shortest one is the first one. I think is an hour and nineteen minutes. I said in four months. This be episode eighteen. We release one every Wednesday. Episode three was the shortest one we've had since then. Hmm. Because it was just me and you. Think so. Think so. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Because we've had a guest in here ever since then. You're right. Worked out great for the most part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hopefully people don't get upset about the opening opening statements, and if they do, then well, oh well. Um. So episode three is an hour and twenty nine. And we're hour at thirty. We are at one twenty four. We don't have to quit right now. I don't care either way. Well, I just don't want to eat during the show. <laughs> That's fine. That's fair. Did I tell you? Did I tell you the um the two dogs I almost brought home? No. So I was driving home from the Saranthus household, and. I passed these two dogs that were on leashes that were just laid on the fence post. Or they were hooked around the fence post. And um, I didn't know, I, di- I didn't see them at first. And then I uh, turned around and I walked over there. And dude, they couldn't be older than, like one of them was no older than probably eight or nine months. The other one was probably a couple years old. But just no food. Just left there. Yeah, two beautiful dogs. How long have they been there? I don't know how long they were there. <clears throat> I know that um, I went to Waffle House, got them food. Uh, actually, Heaven, she rode back with me because she brought water, and I just didn't have a way to hold everything. Um, so went over there, gave them food, gave them water, um, threw the plastics away, and... Someone did bring them water, like water bowls, but they weren't very big. It was like, um, it was like a Pyrex dish for cornbread size, basically what they brought and, uh, got hold of Mr. Gordon. He came in there and talked and said that there's people that was already interested in coming, grabbing them because they also saw them. I was like, well, I will wait till 8 o'clock in the morning. And if they're there, I'll bring them to my house. Granted, I woke up a bit late. Went over there and checked, and they're gone. Like, I guess someone came and grabbed them. But like, Was this an abandoned property or something? No, this was actually behind the gazebo at Wilters and um, 59. Were these dogs like spending their whole life at this spot? Or nope. was it like... Yeah, I, I got pictures of them. Like, okay, I need to go use the bathroom, so I'm going to hook them up right here real quick and then run inside. No, like... Someone legitimately left them because I was at Waffle House. Like I found the dogs. I was at Waffle House for 20 minutes, waiting on the food to get cooked for them. And I went back and hung out for about another 20, 30 minutes. Walked the area to see if there's anybody walking around or anything. Nothing. Nobody. So. Because hmm. here, here they are. <laughs> They're pretty dogs. I, I really wanted to bring them home. I was like, I don't have, I don't have the space to bring them home at the moment. 
and I could have made it, but it would have been interesting to say the least. But they had violence. I don't know, my own strength, Dad. It's not that. Is that I caught it and then it just it breeze beat on. on. Yeah, it really did. It just slid out of my hand. I like, caught oh, it. There it goes. Um. <laughs> that is not a cold <laughs> chill. That is a seizure. You might want to go get that checked, man. Because well, they're yeah, getting more violent. Look, the last time I went to a doctor about a weird medical problem that I was having, they laughed at me. Like the nurse laughed at me, stopped me from telling the story, went and got the doctor so I could tell the story again, and then the doctor laughed at me. I was like, hey, sometimes my cold chills are a little dramatic. A little? <laughs> a little. You just a went little? completely flat and you, like you about the couch. You about buried yourself into my cushion. No, I didn't. We're gonna start a poll. People that know me. Are my cold chills a lot? Yes. They're extra. <laughs> They're so extra. <sighs> but anyways, back to the floofers. Yeah, I almost brought them home. And I was real close to calling you. Hey, man, can you move Zero and Carly to my room so I can put these two dogs I have no knowledge about into the laundry room? Huh? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that wouldn't have went very well. Huh? I feel like that wouldn't have went very well. Which part? Other dogs in this house. That would have been fine. Zero would have been fine. Carly may have been a little more investigative. Zero just thinks everybody's a toy and wants to play with them. Hmm. Yeah. I found that out when he knocked over a $10,000 Doberman. Hmm. Why does it matter how much the dog cost? Because the people who saw what happened, they were very, very upset. Oh, so they were like, this is a $10,000 Doberman. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't like those people. And the fact that I laughed at their dog in their face didn't help. I would have laughed at their dog, too. I was oh, like, I hey, my $20 dog just kicked your dogs behind. I was <laughs> like, my $100 dog just completely clotheslined you, like, out of nowhere. Anyways. But, yeah, I was very, very upset whenever I drove by at 2 o'clock in the morning, and there's two dogs with nothing around them or anybody. Like, there's no sign of person at all. Like whoever whoever put them there, set them on there, and then just kept going. And there was there was no sign. Well, how do you know they're not looking for them today? Well, I don't know. The dogs are gone. Are they if they were the cops, know where they are. Um. So the, here's the thing about that: they know who the owner is. Like Mr. Gordon knows the owner. Like they the guy already found them once, or had them return to him once, and then they got out, and then nothing. And legitimately, dude just did not look for his dogs. So the second go around is second or third go around, whichever this time was. Yeah, Mr. Gordon was like, Yeah, we've tried to get a hold of the owner. He has no desire to answer the phone, apparently. Hmm. And I was talking to him, like, if my dogs got out, which they had before, I have chased my one dog all over this city. Because it's a city. Yeah. I chased her all over this city to get her back to my house. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. Like if, if any of dogs that was in my house or in, or in the yard got out, I would go absolutely bananas trying to get my dog back. And then you just had this one dude. No, I'm good. Whatever. They got out. Screw them. No. What is John? 
I thought I heard Josh breathing, but it wasn't Josh. Thank you, CJ. I didn't say anything. He did. That's my dog snoring. <laughs> she has the sleep apnea. Oh, by the way, awake apnea is just called apnea. Doesn't need the awake part. But it's funnier, so we're going to say it. It's funnier. What, why do I smell something really fruity all of a sudden? Ketoacidosis? I really hope that's not what I'm smelling. What? It smells like, like a fruity hand sanitizer or something. Oh, and sanitizer. Yeah, but it, that looks like just alcohol. Yeah, it's from a hospital. It's not great. Yeah. First off, what did you just say? It's from a hospital. It's not great. No, the thing that you said that it could be that he said his hope is not diabetic oh, ketoacidosis. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Your um, blood is like poisoned with sugar and it's starting to seep out of your pores. Sweet. If you're diabetic and you don't get insulin to push sugar into your cells, the sugar stays in your bloodstream and your body thinks that there's no more sugar. So it starts to produce more something. I can't remember what it was. Was it glycogen? Um, I think it's glycogen. I'm not positive about that. But yeah, Um, essentially your body stops using glucose as a fuel and converts to using fat as a fuel. Hence the ketoacidosis, keto diet. Um, which produces some bad things in your muscles, but also means you start blowing off uh, ketones. I forget what you're blowing off, but it smells like fruit. If you see someone who has fruity breath, and it's not because of like a gum or something, it's possible they're in ketoacidosis. Yeah, that's, it's, it's very very yeah. dangerous. It's very yes, yeah, it's, it's like you're like headed towards a stroke. Bad times. All right. Yeah, it's not fun. I like it. Diabetes in general is some wacky stuff. Yeah. Like type one or type two in general, any kind of diabetic, anything, this does crazy stuff to the body. <laughs> when it's off, dude, it jacks up everything. What kills most of the population at this point? Yeah, type two diabetes. Diabetes causes heart problems and kidney problems because it makes it so your kidneys can't function well, which causes bad, worse kidney problems, causes dialysis, causes heart problems, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Great. I'm learning so much that I'm going to forget real quick. Oh, yeah. Well, type 1 diabetes is hereditary. Like you're not born entirely. with it. Not, well, not entirely. But most, most cases, you're born with type 1 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes, you did that to yourself. Like, that is your poor diet and just the typical American, I guess, at this point. Type 1 diabetes means your pancreas no longer functions, like it's dead. Type 2 diabetes means your pancreas cannot function for the largeness of your body. It's not adequate in functioning, but it's still there. Type 2 diabetes can turn into type 1 diabetes because if you live long enough, you'll eventually kill your pancreas, which becomes type 1. Yeah. Diabetes. Welcome to America. USA. US. Yeah. Number one country. We're number one. Now here comes a diet and exercise or not. Take me home. I'm good. You know, if you squat... 
like you right now, go to a, go to any gym in America or the world, really, and you squat one rep. Like you put one plate on the bar, you squat one rep. You instantly get put into like a bracket of less than one percent of people on Earth, strength wise. Okay. Yeah. Could you squat with one plate? Wouldn't it be lopsided? No, uh, one plate is in one thirty-five. Like one plate on each side. Uh, yeah. you'd have to have the other plate to even out. But that is a core exercise, actually. Doing deadlifts with one plate on one side or weights on one side or the other, that is a core exercise. I bet it would be. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd have to control that very well, otherwise things would go badly. It sucks so bad. Is it just, are you just working the side of your core or is it like fully engaging? No, it's all everything. Because you're, you're basically like you're engaging your lat and your core on this side that has no weight pushing it down. Mm-hmm. And you're engaging your core and your lats and everything on this side to st- stabilize the weight on this side. So you're using all of it to keep. So a you don't have to bar. do it twice, huh? You don't have to do it one on each side. Uh, I, I mean, I would just because it's me, mm. but I was just curious. Technically, no, I don't think so. Don't quote me. That's so interesting. Uh, don't quote me on that. You may still. It may still be necessary to do both sides. Um, but I wouldn't think so just cause you're, you're having to stabilize and focus so much energy on trying to keep the bar par- parallel. Yeah. I feel like so much, have you used the monkey feet? I have. Really? Yeah. I feel like so much of like the amount of injuries you get from the gym could be overcome by like just using free weights and lowering the, uh, the weight. I feel like if you had proper form. Yeah. Cause it causes you to do proper form more. Cause like if you do a leg extension with monkey feet versus doing it on like a machine at the gym, the yeah. machine at the gym is helping you so much that you can do way higher weights that you should not be able to do. Yeah. Whereas if you put a 20 pound weight on a monkey foot and then just do leg extension, yeah, you're it's getting hard. all 20 of those pounds. <laughs> it's real hard. That's why the cable machines, I like doing the ones that are a single, single pulley. Yeah. Like this, no mechanical advantage It's literally one to one you're pulling and you get all of that. Like you yeah. see the guys that go nothing against them. Cause I've done it before. And I didn't know it. I didn't know I was doing it until I, it was pointed out to me. And I actually got to look in. And after I took rope and started learning about mechanical advantages, and started seeing that stuff, I was like, huh, that's that's dumb. So you see a guy that's over there, and he's curling the whole stack. Well, he's only getting half of that because it's a pull that comes down, up, or it, go, it goes up, down, and then back up to a pulley, and then it comes down to you. That's a 31 mechanical advantage. You're not So if you're pulling a stack of 120 pounds, you're getting like 40. Well, you're getting more than that. You're only probably getting like 70 pounds of that, if that much. Yeah. Pulleys are magic to me still. Mechanical advantage is wicked. Yeah. Like we like we broke it down in my rope one class. Like we broke it down to like I think we did a 15 to 1 mechanical advantage. Which moves a god awful amount of weight. Like one inch. Yeah. And it moves it like that far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I did not under have you seen Smart Every Day's video on pulleys? 
No. It is fantastic. And he uses 3D printed pulleys to show you what's happening. I thought that the episode that he did with the 3D printed clear carburetor. Yeah, those were that great. That was so cool. You realize that's a series. It's like three different videos. Yeah. I was, yeah. So I watched all of it. The one on pulleys, I watched it and still didn't understand what was happening until my roommate was like, you're trading distance for power. Yes. Exactly what you're doing. It won't go as far, but you can lift a whole lot more. Yes. Suddenly that made a whole lot more sense to me for some reason. It's still magic though. It's pretty cool. Like (laughs) I, I mean, anybody in the fire service, I would urge you, even if you don't think you would ever have an application for it, take rope. Yeah. Like, even if you don't do any of the rescue technician classes other than rope one, even rope two, it's still a plethora of knowledge you're walking away with. There's something to say about taking a course just for it to teach you how to think differently. Like, even if you don't remember all of the stuff, if it like learning a language, right? Like, if you don't learn Spanish in high school, if you don't become fluent, it can still teach you how to think differently and how to use English in a better way. If you, if you want it to, if you just, if you're just being forced, it doesn't have to, but you yeah. can learning to think differently is valuable. I agree. Which is one of the reasons why I follow. And occasionally when I do get the opportunity to talk to someone that I have differing views with. Yeah. I do this so necessary. I mean, even for me, it's necessary for me. Like, okay, why do you think the way that you do? What, what, what got you to the conclusions that you have made? And why do you think this about me for my conclusions? I, and when you can actually have a civilized conversation about that with somebody, dude, the amount of growth that we could have yeah. as a society, as a community, as people in general, would be astronomical. Yeah, but there's so many people out there that doesn't want to think about it like that. It's, it's it boils down to well, the way I think is right and yours is wrong. I don't care. Yeah, it's and it sucks. Know. I it, have I have plenty of friends that I've met like through video games that live all over. When I say all over, legitimately all over the world. I have friends that live in like Thailand and Korea, like South Korea, stuff like that, and. I have people who live in California and then people who live in Canada and um, some that lives in Sweden and stuff like that. So having the ability to talk to them about different things of how their point of view is compared to what mine is, fantastic to me. Because yeah. we can have that civilized conversation. We can have a conversation like, oh, well, I don't understand how you get into that point of view, but if you explain it, I'll be more than happy to listen and I'll explain to you my side of the view and then we'll just kind of go from there and then we don't yell at each other we don't degrade one another yeah so yeah the interesting thing about talking to people who like whenever i went to california on contract i loved it because i always played devil's advocate a lot so i relish the idea of being able to play the republican now um because i never get to here but like when you talk to people you start to realize that even though we have this massive difference in views that massive difference is caused by one or two small uh, intrinsic things that you think, right? Like if you, 
if you change one small thing about how you think, you can end up with vast differences because it leads you to different conclusions on everything. Yes. You ever seen, um, you knew Matt Whitman is, you ever seen his 10 minute Bible hour where he went into a Catholic church? No, I saw the series that he did and I, I want to watch it. I haven't. If you don't watch any of the other ones, just watch the Catholic one. <laughs> Matt Whitman is a, well, currently he's a podcaster. But he used to be a history teacher, like for university, and then he was a pastor in Lander, Wyoming, right? So he's like this small Pentecostal pastor, not Pentecostal. Uh, he's some kind of non-Catholic. I can't remember. His name. But um, and he goes to a Catholic church and he's like, "Look, I don't understand why you'll have this. I don't know why you'll take all the holy water and put it in the central thing, but like, just walk me through it." Right. And he has the Catholic police walking through it through the whole video. And he's like, I still don't agree with why you save all the holy water. But if you assume, if you make the assumption that this holy water is sacred, well, you obviously can't destroy it. So you have to put it somewhere. So I get why you put it there. <laughs> like, I don't agree with it, but I understand the conclusions that made you come to this. You know what I mean? Well, really thing, interesting video. Thing about the holy water is that whenever you use it on a person or object, technically it's not destroyed, but it's not in its place it's being held anymore. So I don't, I don't understand why they have it in the centralized location. I don't remember exactly what it was. It's been a long time since I watched the video, but that was one of the ones that stuck with me that like, if you take a assumption and you change it just a little bit, you can have a lot of wildly differing, uh, opinions on things just because of that initial assumption that's not that much different from mine. Uh, okay. Let me see if I can explain this in a better way. Uh, I want to say my cousin's husband is Catholic and they had their child dedicated, baptized, however you want to call it. And they actually did it in the holy water little, little basin, little basin thing. Yeah. So was the holy water destroyed? No. But was it used? Yes. So whatever what whatever was there is now on the child, correct? Okay. So however much stayed onto the child and got dried off, well that's never gonna go back in the bowl. Right. There's there's that's what I was saying. Like if you use it on a person or an object to cleanse it, you haven't technically destroyed it, but it's no longer in its basin. No, this was something like the excess. It was something of the excess of like where they had used something and they didn't want to use it again or something. So they put it into a centralized bowl. I don't know exactly what it was. Uh, okay. Now that makes more sense. Cause I was going to say, you can, you could technically just take water out of my tap. Pray and over bless it, it. Pray over it. Bless the water. And it's now considered holy water. Right. But so. I think their thing was once it's holy, it's always holy. So you can't like just throw it away. So they put it in this one spot, something like that. But you wouldn't be throwing water away. You could just, you, oh, no. you could just say, "Hey, I want this land to grow," and then you just pour the water out on the on the land. You'd be blessing the land, basically. Well, it's their religious preferences. Was well, so I, I need to watch the video? I don't need. I would also need to watch the video because I don't understand why put you it in go the sprinkler to, system. Huh? I said, put it in the sprinkler system. Mm. That's if land. that's if it's. A contained system, which they have those. Really? Oh, yeah, because you wouldn't want it to mix. Yeah. 
I'm also talking about an industrial sprinkler system. I'm not talking about one you'd use. I think y'all are overthinking this. We are. I overthink everything. Did you yeah. put the dinosaur chickens? Yeah. It is Did an interesting you were, question, though. You <laughs> fell asleep during a four-hour conversation of planes and <laughs> um, how how people connect. In I made it through a lot of that conversation, but when I woke up, I had no idea where y'all were. <laughs> we were at When you woke up, we were just getting to the point of people speaking in tongues and how people from different countries can understand other people from other countries that have spoken in tongues. We were there, and you're like, no, nope, I'm good. I'm going to bed. Yeah, it's it's a lot of that. <laughs> From well, that has to do with my current disdain for the church. Well, speaking in tongues is supposed to be the holy language. Yeah, but my understanding with that was that Jesus came, Jesus died. We don't have to do sacrifices anymore. We don't have to use. We don't have to speak in tongues anymore. We don't have to do Old Testament stuff because Jesus came. Wipe the slate clean and speaking in tongues is definitely a New Testament thing. It, it's, it's an act very thing. much a New Testament thing. It's actually the spirit going through the vessel saying, This is what I am pleased with. Here's my knowledge I want to share or my word I want to get out. That's what speaking in tongues is. Well, let me also preface that with a preface pre- preface. Preface. Preface that. Yeah. With little old Loxley's First Baptist Church I grew up in, speaking in tongues. You know, speaking tongues is sin against well, the Lord. Well, there's there are certain thing like certain religions that look at it as not what it actually is. What's well, my problem? Religion. Yeah. My story is better than your story. No, you should be telling me the same story. Yeah, I just shouldn't have to go through all these steps. Right. I was going to say, I also don't understand why the Catholic Church has the confession boxes. I don't understand that at all. It's It says you're supposed to be able to speak directly to the Lord without yes. without someone helping you out. Yeah, but the Catholics don't go straight to Jesus. They go to everybody but Jesus. It also, so it's a, it's a I forget where, <clears throat> somewhere says uh, confess your sins to your brothers. And it's more like a, the way I interpret it, it's more like a, hey, I did this I need some kind of accountability. Like I need to tell someone here so that I can feel that and not want to do it again. You know what I mean? Cause you don't like to, uh, to admit your failures. Yeah. But you're still doing that through a priest. That's yeah. Not, that's but not so, a brother in the church. That's a leader of the church. That's right. Different. So the Catholics took that and kind of ran with it. Kind of like the whole celibacy thing. Celibacy comes from like Paul said, it would be best if you never marry. Well, he didn't say the priest can't marry. He just said, if you want to lead a fully holy life, it would be best if you don't do this. Mm-hmm. Which means don't let a woman ruin it. Yeah, but Paul more than likely was married before he made that statement. So it's possible he was just a <laughs> man scorned. <laughs> okay, buddy. He got real no. red. Yeah. <laughs> Went from pale to pink real quick. Yeah. Considering... Uh, our situations is just, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, we're exactly opposite. I just got married. Yeah. Just got married? But only legally. Yeah. Oh, you already did the courthouse thing? Yeah. But just legally, it doesn't matter. Like you get your license or you actually got married? According to the government, I am fully 100% married. According to me, I'm not married at all. <sighs> government I mean, sucks. Anyway. He did, he did tell us in a group chat 
hey, did you already change your last name? Nope, it was already this. And then the lady's like, well, there's no point in changing your last name. It's already this. <laughs> did you not you listen that, to that? You? Nope. So whenever a couple days ago, Jake said, Look, once my, I get nine messages in a row, I could care less what that thing I'll says. I'll tell you. Just listen. So Jake said my perspective, and he took a picture of him and his welding fuss. So I sent back a picture of Hannah holding up a piece of paper and said, my perspective. Well, if you zoom in on the paper, it's a marriage certificate. We walked up to this lady and she read our names and she said, oh, so you already changed your name. And Hannah goes, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and the lady says, easy peasy. No reason to change your name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so For upset. backstory, my fiance, my now wife has the same last name as I do. I'm so upset. <laughs> Why are you upset? Because I wanted you the wanted Hannah to be- Stewart Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I have been advocating for this since they got together. That's, that's fair. Since they that started is, dating, I have been advocating for Hannah, Hannah Stewart, Stewart Stewart. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll give you that one. <laughs> What's your name? Hannah, nah, 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 nah. Stewart, 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 Stewart. What I find funny is in four generations, someone's going to be searching back in the genealogic record trying to find her maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why did the tree not branch here? <laughs> Fun fact, it does. It does. Yeah. We're, de- we're not we'll, related. It's we'll just the it, same name. So you'll have it like a little asterisk. Her name, her last name was already stupid. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. I'm so mad at her. Why? <laughs> Hannah Stewart Stewart, that's why. I'm mad at her because she won't let me name a child Theophilus. To it. Dumper. There's two reasons. <laughs> it's too late now. No, it's not. You can get it a null. You can. Do not said that that night. When I was saying goodbye to her, because we still don't live in the same house, I was saying bye. And she was like all cuddly and oh, I love you. And I was like, it's not too late for the moment. She looked at me like you mother. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh man, I think it might be time for supper. Yeah, too bad we can't have supper with Theophilus Reginald Stewart. The 13th. I want to name a child something big, man. <laughs> Theophilus James Reginald Stewart Stewart the third. Yes. Let's call Kalani. Like Let's saying Louis the Sixteenth is just so nice. It makes you sound so classy. No, yeah. Henry the Eighth. What a guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> Had so many wives. He must have been popular. Yeah, he did. No oh. diseases. All girls. What's what I'm talking about? <laughs> Roll credits. You still have to guess the gift. Yeah, you do. You still have to you guess. Still, I'm out of guesses. I can't guess anymore. I used my two guesses. Oh, I forgot about what was it? You see, you're supposed to be marinating on it. Yeah. Well, I marinated so It's good important it's, to me, so I'm going to bring this back it's up. It's important to you. Are you okay. going to tell me what it is after this? I will tell you what it is as soon as he guesses what it is not. Okay. What? what? <laughs> I don't believe in you. I have no faith. <laughs> You look so hurt. I did not think you were ever going to guess this. You look so sad right now. Like I almost offered you money if you got it right. You didn't even pee in my Cheerios. You kicked the bowl in my face. Like you kicked the bowl into my face. All right. (laughs) It's 
blue. Can't wear it. It's, it's not for a tool. Jake. It's not a tool. Is it alcohol? No. Like an alcoholic beverage of some kind? No. Oh, well, didn't matter. <laughs> All right. So I feel like you should tell me off mic and let them guess. I actually want interaction out of the podcast. I want someone to guess. All right. I can bring it next time. Like, what is next best. time going to be? I'll be off next Sunday. Oh, yeah. That works. You don't have it with you? I meant to bring it He today. said he forgot it. He didn't tell me he forgot it. He, he told me he didn't have any faith in me. He <laughs> said I forgot it while he was walking that way. I don't have it here with me because you yeah. asked. You it asked was him. procured no, in the five weeks that I was not able to be here. It was what? <sighs> procured. It was purchased. Created. It came into existence in my possession. I'm wearing a blue shirt. Is it me? No. It's better. It's a lot better. I'm excited. I don't know. It was better than old Josh over there, but okay. So, since you're here, are we doing the Grimsman games or what? So, I don't think we're going to be able to (laughs) because... If you tell me that Hannah's... No, it's not her. Okay, so originally it was her because she was in school and she didn't have a lot of weekends off. But now... I signed a contract saying that I will work every weekend <laughs> until August. So I can't do it on the weekends. Isn't your wedding in November? In December. And it's on the weekend, but the contract will be over then. So if you want to do it in uh, starting August, middle of August, uh, middle of August sometimes, we still could, but we would have to get everyone together. My idea was to just offer it and say, Whoever wants to come can come. Because getting all those people together at the same spot is going to be the problem on the same day. You're not going to have a wedding party? Oh, yeah. I was just going to pick three people. Oh. I just don't. It it sounds so, like, dumb. There's one. There's one right there. You don't know that? I think he was two. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's one of the three. One of the three, yes. Mm -hmm. I I, I didn't think I was the best man. Uh, I didn't think that it was. It was up between me and another individual. I don't think I actually have a best man. Hmm. No, seriously. I don't oh, have a best friend. No, I don't. I really don't. Um, I feel like you could be a best man. Yeah. I feel like it's his wedding. He can do what he wants. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like if he, if he had he can't a best do man, whatever he could, wants, I've asked. You could. You would. <laughs> like, my idea was I'll just have nine groomsmen. And we'll have CJ walking down the aisle with Josh, and we'll scare the crap out of your holiness dad. It'll be great. Who's holiness dad? Annas. Oh. He's holiness. I'm so down. I'm not against being a flower man. I will I break out. flower beings. I have no idea. I'll break out the fox wedding pants. The what? The fox wedding pants. He has to show you the photo for you to understand. Have you not heard that story? Can you break out the ranger panties? Do you want to wear the ranger panties? I don't I want think, to wear them. No, no that sounds. You want me to wear them. you to wear them? Okay. I think I, I was think worried. You should have. I think you should have the ranger panties on under the pants. Those are the, nothing and goes then, under those pants. I'm, just, oh, <laughs> I'm sure the ranger panties could fit because you 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 They're just squat tight. one time. Thighs out, skies out. They find it. But no, I'm 
I feel like you could definitely be a best man. Nah. Be all right. The main thing that I want is just get a bunch of friends together and play games. That sounds fun, and it seems like a good excuse. I'm down. It does. It. Yeah. I I would love to have Nerf Gun Wars again, but kind of can't. Why? Why not? Oh, medical reasons. At the moment, yes. You can. We can get you a wheelchair. What kind of medical reasons keep you from having a Nerf Gun War? Well, hopefully here soon. This won't go numb. And I just can't hold anything with it. That's the issue. Like the entirety of my arm will go numb and I can't use it. So that's a pretty good medical issue. We can get you a pistol brace, what they're made for. Or I can just do the old fashioned and just use a belt and lasso it around my arm. Like they did in a night's tail. In this solution. A night's tail? All right. Yeah. When he couldn't hold the lance. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they took they a did. belt and yeah. Just lashed it around. Yeah. All right. So this is from the day of his wedding. We can I can tell the story on Mike. I don't want to tell the story on Mike. <laughs> I want you to tell the story on Mike, okay. but I'm not gonna force you to. So here is the pants. What's on your knee? Nothing on my knee. <laughs> it starts farther up. <laughs> About that bet that we had going. I did not cuss. You I did don't not. think. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But but yeah. We will definitely have to talk about that off mic. Yeah, that is that I feel like that's an off mic conversation for sure. <laughs> I can tell you this though. Okay. So at Fox, there's a guy there, and his name is on Instagram. Shout out to Big Bad Santa on Instagram. <clears throat> He's a Kratos athlete. He's one of the strongest master class strongmen walking around today. Looks like Santa Claus. Got the big white beard. Mm-hmm. Knows a bunch of the strong crew guys. I was honored to meet him at Fox finally. And, um, Chris Stewart is talking to him about me. Yeah. And he goes, oh, is this the guy with the pants from Fox's wedding? (laughs) And I said, oh, man. That story's made it to at least Oregon because that's where he lives. (laughs) Crap. (laughs) Shiza. Yeah. That was fun. All right. What a day that was. That was a good that's a good thing to learn. <sighs> I think it's about time we call it. Ash Browns? Yeah. Yes. I'm I don't know what's been going on today. I've been overly tired. I don't know why. I've been eating all day. I think that's probably why I'm tired is I haven't had much seeds. I've had at least four apples today. What about oranges? No. No, excuse me. I've had three and I finished a child's apple. You stole a child's apple and ate it? No, I didn't steal it. Did the child hand it to you? No, 
But <laughs> I can tell you procured an apple from a child. And ate it. I could tell the way this apple had been eaten. That this yeah. child wasn't coming back to it. And you assumed was it your child? Was it one of your childs? Oh come on! At least at least let it be. Was it one of your children? You didn't steal one from Walmart, did you? Whose kid would it have been? I mean, you were pretty hungry. We're just know. making it- sure. I'm just saying, you know, I, you could have had A.A. Ron come over to the house and hang no, out. No, I did not have A.A. Ron there. It was one of my children. It was my youngest child. I could tell that she was done with this apple because she had two regular bites taken out of it. And then she had a perfect spherical line around the rest of the a circumference nibble? of the apple of just nibble the skin off. Looked like the rings of Saturn. Just nibbled them right on <laughs> off. I was like, well, she's not coming back. I'm going to eat it. What happens when she came back? She never knows. She didn't say nothing about it. <laughs> so I knew she was done. She wasn't going to say nothing. It sat on the table for an hour before I touched it. It's like Cat Williams. They ate all the Skittles. Or what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you said Shiza. <laughs> I tried yeah. so hard. Yeah, I, I gave up. But at least I said it in German. <laughs> I don't know if my sister knows German. Everyone knows that word. Maybe I could call her and ask. <laughs> hey, Siri. No. Huh? Don't call her? No. I ruined it an hour ago. You did. You did. I can't uh, believe I made it the longest. I only said this because myself. I wanted to. I didn't say it on accident. I said mine because I wanted I was in the heat of passion. You were. I was ready to knife hand you and everything. I saw it. And then I heard what I said. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well then. Yeah. I guess uh I guess on that note we can go ahead and call it a night. Yeah. Since I didn't talk about the religion thing and I'm not upset about it. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I am actually. I wasn't gonna be rude about it. No, but you do get kind of heated over it. Yeah, it, it pisses me off a lot. Well, apples to apples, oranges. I already had too many of those today. <laughs> they were the golden delicious apples too. They weren't good Granny Smith or nothing? Mm-mm. I thought about it and I was like, I haven't had a yellow apple in a long time. I made the choice based on what I wanted and assumed my kids would eat them too. And I was right. But yeah. I ate gala least, apple. Huh? Gala apple. Gala apples are good. But I hadn't had a yellow apple in forever. And I was like, today's the day. Today's a good day to be me. Today's I'm a good a, day to have apples. I'm an adult and I can make adult purchases. And waffles. We had waffles today and I put peanut butter on my waffles. I fixed the dishwasher, so I deserved apples. <laughs> that still makes me so happy. <laughs> what you fixed understand. it. He stood up. He was happy. He told everyone he ate everyone's apples. It was a great day. I mean, I fixed it yesterday. You're still celebrating? I'm still celebrating. It's Father's Day. It's Father's Day, and I fixed a major appliance. I deserved. He told the dog. I told He's the so dog. proud. I told the I dog. I did. I was like... Mm. Come here, Casey. Guess who fixed the dishwasher? Guess who fixed the dishwasher? And she's just as happy as she can be. What's the dishwasher? What's the dishwasher? Yeah, basically. She told me. That's what she told me. I'm so proud of that dog talking. Why are you not taking it on the road and make money? She's bashful, just like her dad. 
Right. Well, I think it's time. I enjoyed this, but it's time for food and then sleep. Indubitably. Yeah. Mr. John Stewart, I appreciate you coming over. Yes, sir. Thanks for thanks for filling in at the last minute, even though you didn't want to. Waffles? Waffles. Waffles. Definitely waffles. Everybody, thank you for listening. All the fathers out there, I hope you had a fantastic Father's Day because when you hear this, it will be Wednesday. And I hope that everybody else at least had a good weekend. Yeah. Hope you had a hope we had a good day, boys. I had a good day. Um thank you, I slept John Stewart. Thank say, you, as always, the beautiful Jacob Giles. The, the gorgeous Joshua. Mm-mm. I will say, um, if you have friends and they just want to listen to a bunch of dumb, please tell them about us. Yeah. Yeah, just let them know, hey, we got a bunch of dumb you can listen to. And then just send them our way. Let them listen to the podcast. Also, since uh we can we can do this because it's our show. If you could care less about Pride Month and want to have something other than that to be discussed, it is Men's Mental Health Month also. It is Men's Mental Health Month. Which matters way more to me. So I was going to say, we can um we can have another conversation about that actually next Sunday. That'd be the last Sunday of the month. If you'd like to have one more. We kind of, kind of sudden, we got to find a guest. I'm sure we could. I'm sure we can find quite a few. Yeah. Anyway, you're going to be here next week, right? I don't have mental problems. I'm fine. Well, you, no, producer John's going to be here next yeah, week. Yeah, producer John Stewart's going to be here. Yes. I uh, will do my absolute best. I'm planning on it. I have alarms set. You also got to bring wife. the item that I don't know what it yeah, is. You got to come here to bring the thing. <clears throat> you do got to bring the item. I'm, I'll try my absolute best. Okay. That's well, we're going to help you remember. Help me remember, yes. I'll call you Saturday night. I'll be at work. Wait. I'll be at work. That's fine. I'll leave a voicemail. I'll send you a message on TikTok because I know you'll be looking at it. Also, yeah. my voicemail's a black hole. It took me three three days to find my roommate. He was a missing person. I didn't check my voicemail. He was gone for thirteen days. I mean, I knew about it. I just didn't know he found him. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go get food. <laughs> And we're going to talk about that over food. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Happy Father's Day, boys. We are out. Appreciate you listening. Love you guys. Roll fucking credits. Really? Seriously, guy? Really? Seriously? (laughs) Really? For real? Have you met me? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? We were so close. We were so close. So close. We've done it like six times. Three. No, we haven't. Three. It was three. Yeah, it was at least four. He did it twice. He did it once. He did it once. He did it once. He, he did it one piece. time. Once. One time. One, two, one. We did four. Oh, did that twice. is four. That is four. Yeah. Way yeah. to go, John. Yeah, John. Way to suck. Way to suck. You're the one on me here. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Now that we're hangry, thanks a lot, John. John. Okay. Bye. Dumper. <laughs> <laughs>